Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Why Harlan leaving your FPL team is a good thing. Welcome to the Gianni Batici YouTube show. Hope you guys are well. It's team selection time. It's game week 17. We're getting into silly season. And that is a good thing for FPL. We like the carnage. We like the flags. We like the injuries. We like the doubt. And we like the fixtures coming thick and fast. So let's talk about this week's hot topic. And of course, that is Erling Haaland. My advice to you guys, as always, is keep it until late on in the game week to make your transfers. Information is king. Points over pounds. Sometimes we're chasing value and we go for an early transfer in a week. But for me, that's got to be something that you just go, hmm. I'm going to have to let that point one slide. I'm going to have to let that point two slide at times. Sure, there's weeks to go early and there's weeks to go late. This feels like a week to go late. Information on Haaland. So many te- We've got eight teams playing in Europe in England. Eight teams. It's never been that high. It could be even more next year, by the way. The coefficient could allow five English teams to the Champions League. Um, so it's chaos. Wednesday, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursday nights, so much can happen, right? We've got a Friday deadline this week as well. Have a plan for Haaland in or Haaling out. Now, I'm shooting this video before we have a definite answer on Erling Haaland. But as the week goes on, I know we're going to get one. Why will we get one? Well, team leaks are a thing. Man City is a, a leaky club, if you like. Um, I think we'll have definite news on Erling Haaland on Friday. But also, training ground photos, manager press conferences. Sometimes with managers, you can read lots into them. Sometimes you have to take it with a pinch of salt. And Pep Guardiola, unfortunately, is one of the the latter. Um, But on Friday, I expect to see training ground images of Haaland, either training with a team or not. And that might be all we need. That might be all we need. I think Haaland leaving our FPL teams and not being available for Crystal Palace would be a good thing. And I'm hopeful of that happening. But I've got a strategy for that happening. And I've got a strategy for Haaland playing against Crystal Palace. And I'm going to run through both of those. And guys, I, I encourage you all to have that strategy. Let's go with the more likely scenario for me. And let's talk through what I think will happen um, based on no Erling Haaland this week. Now, This is what I'd like to be able to do to my team. So let's bring up my team and have a very quick look at how I got on last week. By the way, massively like needing Salah and Son to prop up my FPL team. It was a nightmare having like minus one Lascelles off the bench. It was a small green arrow though and I can't complain with my overall rank going into the festive period. I'm fairly happy. 
How am I set for game week 17 moving forward? Well, the good news is because I took that four-point hit for Pedro Porro, I now don't have to worry too much about defensive transfers. I can load all my transfers into the okie with Erling Haaland. And this is how I'm going to do it. So we're going to start with game week 17. The plan for me would be Haaland to Solanke. There will be many that don't have Watkins, like myself, that might go Haaland straight to Watkins. Now, Watkins goes to Brentford who are one of the three or no one of the top five defences in terms of XG conceded this season. Brentford at home, I think, are top four. Uh, very good defensively. I don't expect Watkins to get a huge amount of change from that Brentford back line. It is worth noting with no Douglas Louise, Watkins could be on pens. But this is one game here. Um, so that's how I feel about Watkins. How I feel about Solanke is I look at the next three game weeks and I've got a chance of a double digit. Maybe even a double digit in two of the three. They're good fixtures. Luton at home for Bournemouth is as good as it gets. When we rank the worst away performing teams, Luton top of the charts or bottom of the charts, however you want to see it, you want to face Luton. It's one of the best fixtures Bournemouth will face. Luton and Sheffield United are the two best fixtures they could wish for at the moment. Maybe even not Sheffield United with a new manager bounce. So... I'm saying Solanke's got a good chance of a haul. And against United at Old Trafford, yeah, he came over seven points. He hit the woodwork. He missed big chances. It could have been so much, so much more. I'm going Solanke for a big score in the next couple of weeks, which is why I want to effectively waste another transfer by going to Solanke now and not going to Watkins now. In game week 18, I would be looking to bring, of course, Ollie Watkins into my team because he's got Sheffield United at home. I think... Ollie Watkins will be one of the most captain players, one of the top two most captain players that game week. Salah plays Arsenal, so we're not going to go to a Saka or a Salah, I don't think. Uh, Sonner's a good fixture, reasonably good fixture. He's got Everton at home. Watkins has got the best fixture. Sheffield United at home. We're all going to want Watkins in. By waiting a week, I will be paying more money for him. But in 18, my plan is Mabama out, Watkins in. That gives me a front three of Darwin of Solanke and Watkins. Now, one of them will be going in a couple of weeks, but I don't know which one, so I'm going to give him another week to think about it. Are you following? Game week 19, therefore, I roll the transfer. I pray that Darwin starts because it's a midweek fixture against Burnley, and we know we always question Darwin starts. It's been a terrible buy, I know. But by game week 20, it's then time to go. Haaland's hopefully fit. He's back in the team. He needs to be back in my team because, again, the fixture is there for him. I went without Haaland in 19 where he had Everton away, but I need Haaland back in game week 20 because he's got Sheffield United at home. So that's that's the very loose plan. Now, to get Haaland back in, I'm going to need money out of Salah or money out of Son. Well, they're both about to go off to their Asia or Af African Cup of Nations. They're both going to go to international tournaments. Son has Bournemouth at home. I've won him that week. I'd probably get the money out of Salah. It means losing Salah for Newcastle at home. I'm fine with that. Then both go to the AFCON for a few weeks. So you're selling anyway. The week after would be the week. I would guess I'd be shipping Sonny out. That's the loose plan. Now you'll be looking at me going, Gianni, plans never stick. Of course you're going to have suspensions, injuries, um, flavour of the month. You need to jump on. Maybe so. And if I need that, that's where taking a four-point hit comes in. The plan won't be able to deviate too much because the plan will need to include getting Haaland back in and that is the big risk, right? Um, so I'm there for it. What about if Haaland's fit? What do I do? Well, this week, simply, look look at my team. If Haaland's fit, I consider captaining him. We'll talk about captaincy in a minute. Um, but I don't make a transfer. 
I go without Solanke, and then next week, I think about how I'm going to get Darwin out for Watkins in. At the moment, I don't have funds. I'm 0.1, 0.2 short. I can't go Darwin-Watkins this week, but I would need Watkins in the week after. And I would need to get a little bit of money, perhaps out of one of those midfielders or one of those defenders. I'm not thinking too much about this scenario yet. The big question mark I might have is goalkeepers, but again, we'll know more about goalkeepers as the week go on. I'm hoping that at least one of my two men are okay. Guys, if you're enjoying the stream so far, the video so far, do hit that like button. That'd be really appreciated. Uh, and subscribe to the channel. Uh, if you fancy gifting a present over the Christmas period, your subscription is sufficient. You can also become a channel member and join my WhatsApp group. There's a link in the description for that. And of course, shout out to today's sponsor, Fantasy Football Scout. There's a link in the description too. What about the top transfers in and out this week? This isn't really a topic I often discuss, but this week it's been so volatile in the transfer market in FPL. I want to look at the top five in and out and I want to judge them and see if, if, if they're the right thing to do. And then, of course, we have to talk captaincy. I've got some good data for you on that one. So top transfers in. This is on the FPL homepage, a page hopefully you guys visit quite frequently. Hey, if you read the articles, you'll see loads of my expert advice on there uh, I don't love the term uh, but it's what the Premier League call us and there's a panel of us giving our advice um, with various stories you can read the stories there and see my quotes so so far coming in this week the man we've been talking about Solanke Bournemouth's main number nine the form is there Son I get it but I feel like I wouldn't be buying Son necessarily now Knowing I'd be selling him in a couple of weeks, maybe I'd just go, can I cover him with Richarlison? Richarlison, by the way, is like a 6.6 .6 midfielder. He's going to play number nine. He looked sharp last time out. I wonder if Richarlison could cover him a bit. Porro can help cover Son. Not quite the same. Um, Watkins, I get it. And Gordon, that's a surprise. Um, we know he's been nursing some sort of injury. I still concern slightly for Gordon minutes over the festive period. Don't know about that transfer in. In terms of transfers out, well... Trippier, Haaland, Burmo, Douglas, Louise and Bruno. Three of those guys are suspended. The fifth yellow card kicks in, right? The five yellow cards, you get a suspension. By game week 19, that's wiped. But as expected, players are starting to get it just ahead of game week 19. So Trippier, Douglas, Louise, Bruno, Fernandez, But also, let me throw at you a couple of other names. Luca Dean, uh, Charlie Taylor at Burnley, who I've got in my squad. Uh, Branthwaite at Everton. They're all on five yellows. They're all suspended for game week 17. Now, the good news there is they'll all be back for game week 18. And it's in game week 18, you might have even thinner benches, right? Because, of course, it's a blank game week for Brentford. It's a blank game week for Man City. So get that ban out of the way. Could be a good thing for a few of you. Um, there are, of course, still lots of players on four yellow cards. So watch out this weekend. And hopefully we won't see quite the flurry of those on that fifth yellow card like we saw last, last time out captaincy again plan for Haaland plan for without Haaland without Haaland it's a simple one this week isn't it like I think it's a really simple one I don't I, you could give arguments of course you could for Palmer to Sheffield United or Son away at Forest Foden I've got with a good fixture at Crystal Palace and Darwin with Man United but Mo Salah even Saka at home to Brighton I expect goals right but Mo Salah against Man United let me hit you with a stat here what do you reckon his average points are? His average points in the last four occasions he's played Man United in the Premier League. You're going to be blown away by this number. Have a guess. His average points in the last four displays, right? You're all hitting me with a number right now, I hope. I reckon many of you are going 
average of 10 because he would have had some high but one or two blanks. 17.75 average. Crazy. Against Man United. So he's hit a 21. An 8. Fine. That feels like a blank when we're comparing these other numbers. A 19 and a 24. Mo Salah against Man United in the Premier League goes off. Now he's about to play in Man United that are down to the bare bones. Maguire, Shaw, new injuries at the back. Um, they are so low on confidence. They're playing terribly. This Man United team is vulnerable. Bournemouth smashed them at Old Trafford. Let's be honest. And then in the Champions League, it was a must-win game against Bayern Munich. And of course they lost. And it looked the headline looked tight 1-0. It wasn't a tight game. Bayern Munich absolutely dominated them. And Bayern Munich, by the way, haven't been playing the best themselves. They got hammered at the weekend in the Bundesliga. Um, Man United are vulnerable. Salah captain feels like a very easy decision. If you're own Darwin, you're hoping for points. You're hoping for minutes too. Salah, we know, will be a 90-minute man in this one. If Haaland's fit and plays Crystal Palace at home, you've got a, you've got a bit of a discussion there. I'd still be tempted on Mo Salah with that history against Man United. The way Salah's playing is good. The way Man United are playing is so, so bad. Crystal Palace looked good against Liverpool is worth noting. But on the road, of course, Haaland at home to Palace is a really nice fixture too. I still think I might be going Salah. But again, this is very dependent on Haaland, Willie, won't he? Let us know in the comments what you think and where you'll be going with the armband on either of those two things. But for me, Mo Salah captain feels like an easy one. There will be times in the next few weeks we talk about captaincy and it's a hot topic and it's X or Y. And I look forward to that. I look forward to that, especially when there's the AFCON and the Asia Cup and there's no Son or Salah and potentially Haaland has a knock. That's when it's going to get really interesting. And I love some of those differential captains, captain calls. Um, and that is when FPL becomes, for me, really, really fun. Guys, thank you for hitting that like button. I know loads of you have, and I know there'll be others out there that go, Janny, please stop asking for likes. It just makes a difference to the algorithm, guys. And as a new channel, I'd like to be seen by more and more people. And some of you have watched my content for like four or five years on Fantasy Football Scout, for example, or you've watched the FPL show. I'm trying to start my own channel alongside still doing all those things but people still don't quite realize that I have my own YouTube channel so to help get the word out there I really appreciate you sharing and liking and subscribing it really does uh, mean a lot so thank you very much for your support uh, I enjoy as always talking to you all so do drop a comment and I'll see you very soon good luck this guy. <laughs>